But strangely enough, there's left in the world today an area as big as the United States that's never been seen by a human being. This begs the obvious question. If they're really up there, why are they using Hollywood techniques to fake the footage? Now, what's really interesting is that they train for spacewalks in an underwater pool with a complete ISS replica. Houston, we have a pool. We uh, destroyed that technology. People should not be walking around with masks. That stuff is flat. There's your flu. Last year. Here's your flu this year. All right, everybody, welcome back to the Hibbler Effect. And as you just saw in the first minute of this episode, who's going to be on the show? It's Justin fucking Harvey, guys. We got him. We got him on the show. This guy is going viral right now. You see what he's doing. You see what he's done in Florida for years now. But look what he's doing for this movement, this awakening. Ladies and gentlemen, Justin Harvey, welcome to the Hibbler Effect, brother. What's going on, man? I'm glad to be here. Thank you for having me. It's an absolute pleasure. Hey, man, it's an honor that you're uh, doing the show. It's an honor that we got a chance to link up for this one. You know, obviously, I I showcase your stuff as much as I can and it, pretty much anything I've done, um, even with the, uh, you know. So um, it's nice that we linked up and, and we met in person and we got to hung out, got a chance to know one another. Very nice guy, uh, just well equipped with thoughts, quick on the spot. Uh, you're professional to what you do and um, no offense to someone like uh, what's his name, Alex Stein, but I, your approach is the best approach when it comes to these city council meetings. Um, and I think every, if everyone does what you do, uh, this world could change a lot quicker than I expected to change. How did you get involved? We don't have to get into any details obviously, but how did you get involved with, uh, if you can say, I need this is a YouTube version, but how did you get involved with, you know, starting your mission in Florida? You mean like at the beginning of my journey? Pretty much. I mean, in the sense of like, when did you go, you know what? I have to do something. I have to yeah, go that, out and do something. That would be late 2012 is when I really right. had my awakening of what you call it. You know, it was a big wake up call for me. And I really fell into like the Monsanto and the 9-11 and the New World Order rabbit holes, Federal Reserve. Um, got a really quick new education. And um, it really, I was just, I've always said that I couldn't really sleep at night without kind of like at least telling people and trying to do something about it. And at least if, even if I can't stop it, it's like, well, I can tell people that their food and their water and all these things are poisoned and they can take change in their own life. So I was like, well, there's at least something here. So I just started getting involved with like grassroots activism. I did the March Against Monsanto for six or seven years in Orlando, was involved with the anonymous Million Mask March. Um, my fight really went from big food to big pharma. Yeah. Uh, just because of the way that the world went, as we all know, the last three years. But I mean, it's also been everything from the Standing Rock fight to uh, fluoridation, uh, the 5G towers, all these different things. If it's affecting our health or our freedom or it's just a, a massive deception, like, you know, reasons we go to war, I just feel a, a need to, to help try to expose it and awaken others to at least take their power back, take their health back, take their mind back. Those are just my goals in it. And I try to do that in my free time whenever I possibly can. And yeah, you're going against the grain, obviously. The mainstream is the government, the governing your mind, right? Um, 
And the mental state of mind of society is all about whatever that TV is saying. But it is it is dampening now. It is. It, I feel like it not as much, not as much. And I, I don't know if you feel the same way. You're all the way on the other side of this country. So uh, the United States of America, you're all the way on that side. But I don't know how it is by you. But are people that you wouldn't expect, are they waking up by you? I mean, what I'm noticing, and it's mainly due to the last three years and the world closing down, is that I'm seeing a large chunk of conservatives wake up when you think politically. Um, But I think a lot of people are just getting hip in general from all sides of the spectrum uh, of like the media is not necessarily telling the truth. The medical establishment is not necessarily telling the truth. And they might never trust, you know, the V again. And, And I think that's what I'm really seeing. And it's actually very encouraging because... I always told people there was like three major blows we took when we were doing pretty good with our momentum as this truth movement. Around 2018, they hit us with the censorship. Uh, 2017, they hit us with the the QAnon and and the Trump thing. This really captivated people. The the censorship really hindered our work. And uh, then they gave us the the shutdown and the the you-know-what. And I think those three things really set back our progress, but it's also been a double like whammy where it's awakened another sleeping giant, just like 911, just more people and worldwide. So I'm more hopeful than ever, even though times seem a little dire, but you know, I see, I see more people ready to go. You know what? I want to hear what these conspiracy theorists have been talking about now. I don't, I don't think forever. Right. It's like, it's how long do we have to be preaching this stuff? It's been, I'm with you, man. I've been doing the same thing. Uh, I don't know how long you've been doing it, but me 2016, late 2015 and just getting the word out, getting the message out. It's up to you to, to absorb the information, look into that topic yourself and find the same conclusions as me and Justin on all these topics. Or you could take the lazy route, which most I'll make fun of Americans will do is they just, well, I'm waiting for the TV that I've been used to being programmed from my whole life. I I need them to tell me, but once they find out who they are and what their agenda is, you know, that goes out, that just goes out. And, and to me, it starts with a false history. If you can convince them with hard, concrete evidence that there is a false history narrative that we have been given about our past, especially this country, um, you know, maybe that can break them. I, I just try to come up with different ways. How can we break the ones that are still asleep? I think it's kind of hopeless in a sense, but that doesn't mean it's impossible. You know? Yeah, I always say we just focus on the people that are... Um on the fence and the ones that do have the capability of being swayed. Cause the people that are too far gone, if you're still wearing a mask outside by yourself <laughs> in 2023, oh. not really my target market, if you know what I mean. So like, I think everybody is, um, that's, that's thinking about it and exploring other options. Those are the ones that will gravitate towards the ones we should focus on. And what do you think it is their ego or, or, or programming both is that they can't, they can't or are they just living in a different dimension they're just they're literally. The ones that just like have been hit by i would say it's like they're stuck from they're getting hit from all the things like they may have a toxic home um life they're also eating all the bad stuff they're watching too much of television there's too much screen time there's no outside time they've um i don't know maybe their parents are in government or they're doctors and they're just so trusting of the system they're made just when when all those factors are like 
on the wrong side, you probably have someone that's near impossible to snap out of it because all their peers, everything in their upbringing says the opposite. So we're always going to look like the fringe to them. Yeah, you, you just know? gave me an idea, so, man. You you brought up a good point because if the people that are indoctrinated through via family, for instance, right, which I think is the biggest chunk of the ones that won't wake up, in my opinion. But imagine the millions, if not hundreds of millions in the world that have a mom, a dad, an aunt, an uncle, someone in the medical industry that means I'm sorry. That means they're they're a part of the corruption. They know what's going on. They're getting a check. They're getting royalties. They're getting whatever. So those right. those nieces, nephews, and sons and daughters are the idiots to us wearing double masks, doing all this stuff because right. of their family wouldn't lie. And can you imagine the problem we would have if there was as many astronauts as there was doctors? <laughs> oh yeah, we'd be in big trouble. We'd be in big would, trouble. Yeah, and they already oh. have a stranglehold on that that topic. So it's crazy to think they do it with just what under five hundred or something astronauts total. If I, yeah, it's in the five something, something. early yeah, fives. So yeah, that is a little alarming to think. There is another interesting stat, kind of on that point. I remember uh, when it came to who didn't trust or who didn't want to take the you know what. Yeah. Um, there was like the the least educated people in the country and the most educated people in the country were the ones that were most resistant. It was everybody was in that middle chunk. You're just standard everyday American, your standard person that's like that is smart, but they weren't up there up there. It was like the people who actually read the science and it was very educated and maybe they know how the system works. They were like, no, 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 I'm not going for this. And the people at the very bottom who are like, I just don't trust the, the, the system in general because I'm just I'm I'm too busy trying to get by. I don't have time to listen to that crap. But everybody stuck in that matrix middle. Yeah. Those were the people that took it statistically. And it was very interesting to me when I saw that kind of curve. I think Del Bigtree may have covered that. Yeah, uh, there's a lot of people that cover different topics. Um, and I'm all about it. OK, I, I don't I don't trust a lot of the personalities out there. I don't name names. That's not my, yeah. it's not my cup of tea to name names. You guys know the fuck I'm talking about, but there's, yeah. there's some personalities out there. That's like, man, are they controlled or what? But at the same time, I still look at it from a, they still could, they still potentially saved millions of lives. Yeah. Potentially. I don't know that for a fact, just in a, in a general aspect, I hope you understand me. Yeah. Yeah. They still could have saved lives. I'm all about that. Okay. I'm all about that. I just wish that everybody way. was on the same page with every topic of truth. Cause then, I mean, the Antarctic treaty would abolish tomorrow. Right. If all the high truther personalities, the big boys jumped right on it. Like guys, let's get the fuck out of here. That's true. But they don't. I wonder why. Yeah, they don't. And I think it's an audience and I don't know. It's an audience or ego thing trying not to, they don't want to compromise that or, or face the ridicule of everyone saying, Oh, you've lost the plot now. And it is a lot. I mean, obviously I, I deal with it all the time. I have people ask me about it and say, Oh, what about, what does we are change? I don't know. Like, listen, we are changes of 100% decentralized movement. Like it's, it's, it's something that I, that I am passionate about and that I talk about. So it is what it is. It's, and those are just the people that are uh, triggered by, by it early hearing about it um but back on your other thing just real quick is the the one positive thing i can say about people that you may think are let's say controlled or got controlled along the way is sure. some of those names inspired people like me 
And I think some of us were able to take the good, leave the bad. Correct. And I'm with you. Recognize that. Like I, for another good example is I've had people tell me, I actually woke up because of QAnon. And I think, ah, oh, well, anybody <laughs> because of that is like screwed. Like they'll never find the the, the right uh, answers and the right information. And they told me I actually got hip to that. It was a psyop and that Trump, this political stuff is all a show. And I was like, wow, okay. So you were actually someone that saw through the the BS, but not, that's not going to happen to everyone, unfortunately. But yeah, but they still it woke. Up. I get it. They woke the QAnon backfires in a way. It woke them up to at least the trafficking, at least something, something, the island, something. It woke right. them up to something, some form of truth. And the problem with that, like you said, is not everybody's going to do that. If not, actually, most people are not going to see through the bullshit, really. Unfortunately. Uh, but but I, I always uh, try to pronounce this all the time that I'm hopeful for them. And I mean that. I hope they're right. Yeah. That's all. I don't I don't subscribe to none of that. I've had fun with the topic sometimes. I'm a human, yeah. okay? But at right. the same time, we need to save ourselves. That's number one. It doesn't matter. Even if that shit was right, that doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. You still have to save yourself. You still have to rely on yourself and your, your manifestation and your own thoughts and goals of the future for yourself. You can't be like, let's see what the, t-. you're still doing that. Let's see what the TV is going to say. Let's see what social media is going to say. Let's see if right. Trump's tweeting something. Get the fuck right. I know, but you know what? Again, hope they're right, man. That's it. I, I, that's all I really have to say. And it's not because I don't want to hurt their feelings. It's that I hope they're right. Yeah, I hope so. And that's why when I have fun with the Q and on talk, I do respect what you said about it and that it did wake a lot of people up. If at minimum, it it let them see another side of their brainwashing that they. They might have got rebrainwashed into someone's going to save you, but at the same time, they are awakened to a lot of things. And by that, they could have went down other rabbit holes, hopefully not the controlled ones, but you just never exactly. know. They could start jumping. Down. I want to see what other people are saying. It just creates a ripple effect, Justin. And I think the ripple effect is a good thing, not a bad thing. I think uh, eventually psyops and censorship backfire on them. You know, these people, I've heard a lot of people say, you know, after the after a few years, I've realized that that's just not, that wasn't it. And now they're, they are finding the right doors and going down the right road. So that's, that's a positive, I guess. But um, we just keep chugging away. Like people say, what's the matter? What's the important of the, the shape of the earth? Well, what does it matter if these people are controlled opposition? Just focus on you. Do you do your mission? Let those, those, they will eventually expose themselves. The truth will come to light. If they are who they are, just let it, they'll either fade to black and then you'll be like, ah, that guy was probably, or it'll, it'll come out or it won't. You just, we focus on ourselves. It's like, there may be those people out there, but I don't think we should spin our wheels, like arguing with each other over which ones are and are, you know? No, I agree, man. There's no reason to argue um, or debate really anymore because we're on the side of the truth and, and facts and evidence of many topics that's why it's like, I don't want to debate anybody, argue with somebody, uh, you know, waste my energy on screaming or getting or hollering about something or telling someone they're wrong. I have facts. I have evidence. Bring up the topic. If you if you're serious right. about it, we can sit down and I can go through the stuff with you. I'm not going to argue with you because if you're living in matrix land, I'm not going to win that argument. You're so programmed you can never let it go and, and that's your ego your opinions your beliefs you won't let them go no matter what happens 
Um, and when they try to flip that on me, like, well, uh, if you think the earth's flat, then go up in a rocket and go see for yourself. That's the, that's the worst argument I ever heard in my life. If you know anything about where we live, that would be impossible. So you don't right. know what you're talking about when you come back with things like that. And if right. they did know what we were talking about, which is why I make films on it, uh, you know, they wouldn't ask questions like that. They, they would understand that, well, I can't ask that question because obviously that doesn't work in what they think. So, you know, you can, you can usually tell how much someone has researched just by their line of questioning, just by how they ask the question. Well, once you fall off, Justin. Yeah. Why don't you show us the edge? And then you're like, okay, so this person's literally at square one. And I think that's when we as researchers and people who need to be focusing on our mission have to go, is it worth my time to even give this person my energy? Like let them start with the first little squares then you can work with the people that are closer up to your speed for us to go back and explain to someone how there's not an edge um in 2023 it's just like man just 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 ignore that person and move on well the problem though is that you know the mainstream went all in and they put funding and millions of dollars and had neil degrasse tyson on comedy central he's not a comedian oh yeah he's a probably a failed comedian but it's like all the money they invested, look at the production of Behind the Curve, all the money, all this money that they come up with to make sure the teleprompters are rolling in their favor, to make sure the films, the documentaries are in their favor of making fun of it, of calling it a, a, a pancake in space, completely right. confusing the audience. There's no confusion about where we live if they're giving you facts any anything that touches the facts is going to resonate with more people than not i'm sorry than not right. especially someone that's willing to watch a film like that to see what what we're saying about where we live okay let's let's give it a shot and to some people and i know a few i'm just picking up behind the curve for a second that was their one shot in life they made that own decision on their own I could have been an influence in terms of my research and my line of work, right? But they watch that film on their own because it's promoted and it's on yeah. it's easy access on Prime, Netflix, who knows where it is. So oh, yeah. it's like the call I get from those in the past, it's like, no, why would you watch that? It's like, dude, yeah, I, I love you. I love you, Hibbler, but you know, good luck with everything. It's like, you know what? Fuck off then. But at the same time, it's like, Mm, they're I can't let them win and that's what it was I'm like I got to do my own thing no matter how, how small of a scale the goal is to get it a bigger scale and a bigger scale and again the fencers the ones on the fence I call them fencers I don't know why but the yeah, ones yeah. on the fence that's my market too those are the ones that they need this they need this yeah. information now I think it could save humanity and people that disagree with where we live and and the aspect of everything we tell them they, they might fall by the wayside man we're in a war there's casualties in wars unfortunately yeah. And it's funny you say that because like I, I've, I'm seeing some of the resistance from this film and some of this uh, information lately because I talk about a lot of different topics and the, the world changed three years ago. So there was a very important topic I thought took precedent for a little bit. I had done a lot of work on the shape of the earth and everything. So I, I, I shifted. And now there's a lot of new people that I've connected with that have no idea that I talk about this. So they're like, that was brilliant. Hold and you know what? Before 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 we get over to Rockfin, let me roll what he's known for to our community the most. 
is the bubbles in space bit. Let's roll that now. So um, many times during um, spacewalks outside the International Space Station, we can see air bubbles rising up. Can you touch on how there are air bubbles in space? Um, air, can you be more specific, air bubbles? So yeah, like a lot of times during the footage, the NASA footage, you can see bubbles coming up out of the helmets or kind of from underneath you. Um, how do you explain bubbles in space? Yeah, I, I'm not sure exactly what you're talking about. You might, there's, now sometimes you get water in the helmet and it comes, it's either, it's either uh, you know, from sweat or from the cooling garments. And, um, you know, on some of my spacewalks, I had like water in the helmet, not like I was gonna drown in the helmet, but just little bits of water probably came from uh, sweat. Often um, on the outside of the space station, you'll liberate little pieces of, um, you know, it's a really harsh environment out there and the outside of the space station gets beat up pretty good. And sometimes, you know, you'll see just little flecks of paint or something that you might have disrupted floating away from the suit. And, uh, you know, that's generally what that is. I've never seen any kind of air bubble anywhere. Yeah. Could, it, could it be that you're filming in an underwater pool and you're not really out there? Well, I just encourage everyone to look up Bubbles in Space, hashtag Bubbles in Space. Thank you very much. Thank you. You spent $45 to sign that. I got him free. Don't spread the propaganda. A lot of people saw that. I also included it in level. Um, explain that real quick before we get to the new one. Explain that, and then we'll head over to Rockfin. Explain the Bubbles in Space. I know there's many. I've heard the long story. I've heard the short one, but give them the short one for now. Yeah, I'll give you the short one. It essentially was meant to be. I, I, I went there with no ticket, no plan. I got in by the grace of God. Somebody literally tapped me on my shoulders and asked me if I wanted a free ticket when I was about to pay $50. Got a free ticket, went in. Lucky for me, after the show, they did a Q&A. So I stormed down for Scott Kelly. I'm like, Here, this is it. So I get There's my no luck, out. Justin. That's the universe, brother. But go ahead. Hey, you're right. Well, that's why I said it was meant to be. Yeah. And um, it, it was just the perfect moment. I think everyone can see his body language there and he how he's fidgeting his hands and how he starts to talk about sweat. But then it doesn't make sense because we're not talking about in the helmet. And then he changes to say flex of paint. And I think it just, in a nutshell, it really just his answers and body language, like I say in the, the new film, only led to more questions, in my opinion. And uh, a lot of people, you know, remixed and remade that video a hundred ways that I couldn't even keep track of. It was great to see get out there and people start questioning the the bubbles in the vacuum of space. Yeah. Now with the ISS rant, the one that's going around now that was featured in the premiere of Level With Me. Now, Justin, I I'm pretty sure he just would have did that anyways, but I'm sure the uh, an influence of it was because I invited him to the film. He wanted to do something. He wanted to make this grand and he's a brilliant man. So he came up with this idea on his own. He went there, he executed uh, professionally. He did exactly what uh, probably better than I expected. Um, let's roll that real quick for everybody. <laughs> Good afternoon, commissioners. 
Today, I'd like to bring to your attention a potential fraud on an enormous scale happening in your county. There's now clear evidence of NASA using numerous methods to grossly mislead the public about astronauts being on the International Space Station. During interior ISS scenes from NASA's own live feed, the use of wires, harnesses, green screens, and virtual reality have been detected to achieve the appearance of a weightless environment. This begs the obvious question. If they're really up there, why are they using Hollywood techniques to fake the footage? Are they in space or are they underwater? Now what's really interesting is that they train for spacewalks in an underwater pool with a complete ISS replica. Now surely they aren't filming these spacewalks in an underwater pool and then editing them to appear if they're in space. Because that sure would be something, wouldn't it? I'm calling on the Brevard County Commissioners to open a full investigation into NASA's fraudulent practices and use of taxpayer dollars. It costs NASA $3 billion per year to operate the ISS and if they don't have a darn good explanation as to why they're faking these videos, I and the public would like a darn good explanation as to where our tax money is going. It is our duty to expose and eliminate this fraudulent and astronomically wasteful ISS program. And look, I know what you're all thinking. The NASA is part of the federal government and you're just county commissioners. Even if what I'm saying is true, what can you do? But let me remind you, not only is this happening in your county, as public officials, you have the platform and the ability to make a statement or hold a press conference, alerting the public, state, and federal authorities to investigate further. You have the power to start the conversation. I look forward to the day that $3 billion annual budget is put towards our veterans, our homeless, maybe some of that mental health stuff the young lady just spoke about, and the revitalization of Brevard County. Now that is the film's version. I'm leaking in here because it's mine. But that's the film's version so you guys, you know, so you guys can see some of the graphics of what he's talking about. But in general, explain that. Um, Besides what I already said, we talked about and everything, and then you executed. But what exactly? How how were you, how was it going into that? Were you a little nervous because this is the first time you're you're hitting this topic uh, on a microphone or what? Well, that type was, of microphone. Was, sorry, that type of yeah. microphone. He's been on many microphones. I must admit, I was nervous for this one because it was in a different county with a different topic, you know. And I have to credit the practice I got. During the last three years, fighting the mandates and standing up for the firefighters and the Disney workers and all these people that were forced mandates, we were speaking at these city council meetings and using the public comment period to make our voice heard, use the clips and show it with the media and like just build momentum and really hammer it to the local officials. Yeah. So then the light bulb went off when we were like, let's go to Kennedy Space Center and let's go over to NASA. And I said, well, what if there's a way that we can bring awareness to this topic? at the local meeting. And I, well, you need to kind of make it relevant to your council members in the county. And like I say in my video, NASA's the Fed, these are county commissioners, but it's in their county yeah. and it should be relevant to something going on if that much of a massive fraud is being done on your soil. You can Unless they know. Unless they know, but I give them, I come in with, uh, I, I'm very strategic with my angle. As you all saw, I dress nice and I, presented it in a way that I was a, a disgruntled taxpayer that just wanted answers about a very specific thing. And that was the ISS program. And um, there's two commissioners that are in charge of that area. So it was relevant to them. Um, and I went in there and gave them a, a three minute prepared speech. And unfortunately, we didn't get a response from them. We were hoping for them to at least ask some questions or maybe some pushback. But uh, they really just said, thank you, next speaker, like my local mayor would do to me. Um, they're not <laughs> obligated it, to respond, just so people know. But 
this is forever cemented into the public record and, and people can share that and it's gone viral. And I encourage people to keep sharing it because hopefully the light bulb goes off in someone else's head. Well, oh, I'm in Huntsville, Alabama, or I'm in uh, Texas at near NASA and I can go talk to my local community and do something similar. Maybe you go talk about the um, wherever Gus Grissom had his accident and make that relevant. Maybe you talk about a, a launch to the moon or maybe the ISS again. There's so many different things that you could bring up and then use that clip to your advantage to spread awareness. And co copycats are recommended. I mean, on yeah. this, guys, this is how we hold them responsible. We, uh, as they say, hold their feet to the fire. Um, yep. You know, and that's what we all hope for. And you're an inspiring person to do that because you do it in such a professional way where it's like they can't even get mad at you. They're just like, damn, he just brought some shit. And what the fuck is going to happen? That's why they got nothing to say. What what you just yeah. took them to school, bro. So um, before we head over to Rockfin, tell everyone where they can find you, because I know that there's more YouTube users um, that are watching at the moment. Yeah, I'm on YouTube at We Are Change Orlando, but I've kind of left and moved to Rumble. So you can also find me there at We Are Change Orlando, no spaces. Uh, I'm most active on Instagram, Justin underscore We Are Change. Uh, you can also find me on Twitter at that handle and um, also Facebook, We Are Change Orlando. Thank you, guys. We'll see you over at Rockfin. Have a good night. All right, Rockfin subscribers, welcome back to the show. Let's get down and dirty. Vaccine, Moderna, Pfizer, jab, vaccine, died suddenly, fluvid-19. What's up, Justin? Let's talk uh, some big boy talk, man. You've been... <laughs> you have... And by the way, thanks for everyone that came over uh, from YouTube to check out the show. I appreciate you. Love you. Um, thanks for the support. Uh, but you have been doing so much for the anti-vaccine movement that it, to me, because of the censorship, um, and the hardcore censorship, you know, not many people know of you based on my interpretation that they should, I hope that makes sense. Um, and I think that these viral moments, whether that be with the astronaut, once that hits, you know, the scenes, right. Uh, and uh, everything you've done um, with the mayor in Florida, um, you know, it's it's getting more, especially with social media and, and all that and different podcasts, just not even knowing really your name technically, but they're showing your shit. It's all that matters is that to get the information out is number one. But number two is all that I want my audience to know you've done is you've been doing this for years and the amount of lives I feel like you saved in Florida alone is amazing. I don't know if you you ever ponder that in your head. Do you ever, I, I try to do that humbly sometimes about like my films and millions of people collectively watch this or that. And I, I like, man, I, I really hope I save someone. Like, do you, do you have that? Do you feel that generosity in your heart? And, and does it glow for you? Do you ever think about it? Yeah, I do. And I mean, I, I guess I don't really think about it often or try to quantify or anything, but I have early on, I have a, a story I've told a million times that I had a girl come up to me uh, at an event one year and she was like, hey, you gave me a, a DVD at an event last year, same booth. And she's like, it changed my life. And I cried. I watched it with my family. It was just about like our food being poisoned. Yeah. And it, that that day was like, holy cow, like I changed her entire family from eating 
high fructose corn syrup and genetically modified food, maybe forever, or at least going to be conscious of it forever and pass that down and out to their friends and family. That one person, I realized the ripple effect we have on when we do this stuff. And that's, that's what keeps me going straight up. That's, that is the thing that keeps me going. We even had a, a woman pull over one day during a outside of FEMA vaccination center. And she said, you know, people like you standing here one day got me to stop vaccinating my daughter and harming her. And I found out what was harming her. And again, that happened just like during, I said, during the pandemic. So things like that, that makes it all worth it. So, you know, we're having an effect. You really do. Yeah. And, and it's funny you bring that up. The, I remember the first time I I almost stopped. So I made the nine 11 documentary years ago. Mm -hmm. YouTube took it down. I believe that was the first time they took anything I've ever done down. Yeah. And I felt like all my hard work and research just went out the window. There's, I had an, a little audience. I think at the time I probably had, uh, I don't know, 50,000, 60,000 subscribers or something. Right. And that little window I just had to show the world my views, my facts, my evidence, my hard work was just completely shut in my face. And that was the first time in my life where I go, I might, I might just stop. And, yeah. and something led me to a Facebook page, random, this is random, Justin, something led me to a Facebook page that same week. And I saw that actually the, the Facebook page name was just flat earth. It was weird. I, I don't even remember following them or anything. Is but it the same one that's around today? I don't know. Maybe it's very possible. One? It's yeah. very possible, if not probable. So I go to this guy's page and I see my film. I'm like, Oh shit. I'm like, how does he have my film? It's banned. Like I thought it was a YouTube link. Right. And no, he uploaded it on his Facebook channel. Right. Yeah. Like it's not saying it like it's his, he wasn't trying to be a dick about it, but he put it on his face and it was like a million views. And I go, <laughs> and that's when I go, yeah, no, I'll never, I will never quit. Because they can't that, stop us. Yeah. That the truth is like an avalanche. I've said it before, or I'll say it again. And just as fast as they can shut us down, we can pop back up. As long as we have the internet and electricity, right? But that's why yep. I feel like it's very important for people to know that there is free energy. We need to figure out a way to manifest it ourselves and spread that word and i know it's risky i know how people think with fear you don't want to be the next water car guy i get it right but again right. collectively I, I still feel like you know we 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 run our world we are in control of our destiny our world um the consciousness shift that's already happening it started i think it started on 9 11 and it's been a slow and now it's speeding up but um mm-hmm. You know, how do you feel about this war we're in, Justin? Because with as many arms vaccinated and people that did die suddenly and people that are dying slowly right now, and some of them don't even know it yet, Mm -hmm. um, where does this lead us? Does this lead us to depopulation? Because I've seen some reports, and actually I think these, these were the producers of Died Suddenly, that said that their numbers based off of shots in arm and even splitting them up. And like, these are to um, um, what's the word I'm looking for where you can't have kids anymore. Uh, 
sterilization. All right, yes, tip of the tongue. Yep. These are the ones for sterilization. These are the ones that will die suddenly. These are the ones that are placebo. They did the math. They were trying to be fair with the math. And they said in 10 years, there's going to be like 100,000 people here based off that or 20 years or something. I don't remember yeah. what they said verbatim. It was around 10 to 20 years. And it's like, I don't, I don't subscribe to that at all. But at the same time, I didn't do the math or what they did. So what's your thoughts initially on hearing that statement? And what do you think is going to happen? So I've seen the film, love the movie, think it's great. Um, I don't necessarily subscribe to that either. I don't know enough about it, so I can't speak to it specifically with the numbers. But I do think a lot of times, you know, a lot of people said that a certain amount of people would be dead in two years. And uh, here we are. So, yes, there are a lot of people that have died from it. But I think we could be looking more so at like a thinning the herd thing, like the other shots the food, the chemtrails, the wars, pharmaceuticals. It's just like another thing they've added to the, the bowl of punch that is also killing us slowly. And it's taking another nice chunk, much bigger than some of the other ones. I'll give it to them. But I'm kind of of the mindset of they kind of need us on the hamster wheel. They need people believing the lies, paying their taxes, watching TV, going to work. You think? So if they kill, I think because think if really? they kill off that many people and there's only, you said 100,000. What are we? Are we all working in a FEMA camp, or do we all work in uh, Atlanta, Georgia, in a hard city? And then you know, all the other seven people. How are they making money off of them? How are they, uh, you know, enslaving and manipulating them for all their other agendas? I think they need a lot of people on the hamster wheel. I think they just want to thin us, just not that thin. Yeah, no, I can agree with that. I also look at it from the perspective of. They just don't want stupid people here anymore. I don't know if you ever heard of that theory or mind state, but they're just well, that would make sense for that would make sense for vaccinating all the because because you know a lot of people say oh this is depopulation. I'm like, well, wouldn't they want to kill off all the people that get it? And we didn't take it, like like get it, like understand what's going on in the world. And those are the people that didn't take it. So why are they trying to kill off all the people that believe in the lies? That would lead to your point that they are trying to kill off all the uh, maybe weaker minded. And I don't know offense to anybody that, that was forced to get it for their job or thought they were doing. No, I right agree. Thing, no, I, I, I hear you They're, They just they didn't you know, understand it at the moment. And I'm not trying to offend anybody anyways. I'm just making a, a general point. That's all. No, I hear you. I hear you. But it's it, it's a, it's an interesting theory. You know, it's but um, I guess the only thing I'll, I'll end on that with is uh, it's also more likely to me that they're just trying to maybe like hook us up to a supercomputer or something or normalize mRNA injections that can alter our DNA and genome sequence or whatever the heck they've got going on that's so far advanced. Why do they want this in us so bad? And that's part of something that's going on in Florida right now. We're trying to stop mandates, but they they somebody wants to still allow us to get mRNA shots in two years. They're like, oh yeah, we'll ban it. But in two years, we need to lift that ban. What's what's coming in two years? Why do you yeah. need to force mRNA in two years? It makes no sense. Yeah. And for me, in terms of jabs and arms, they're losing this war and they already lost. Um, me too. They're not going to be able to get what they wanted out of it. Um, but Starting back to vaccines, what what was it that sparked you to say, you know what, I know the censorship on this topic. I know the smear campaign against would be against me on this topic, 
but I don't give a fuck. Uh, it's time to talk vaccine. It's time to talk injuries. It's time to talk uh, that they're not held responsible for these injuries. When, when, what, what sparked you to go? It's time. So I discovered the topic in 2012, 2013, like all the others. But once the marketing and the public awareness campaign was done for Monsanto and GMOs, we had done the rallying, we had done the educating, everything was labeled one way or another. People knew how to operate now, navigate yourself. So it was like, that's over with. Monsanto even changed their name. They got bought out by Bayer and had to pay out billions in lawsuits. And I kept seeing vaccines on my horizon. And I'm like, the food is one thing, but I, we can only potentially prove it's making us sicker. This other stuff is killing people right out of the womb, giving these hep B shots that are affecting babies that there's no reason to be giving them SIDS spiking and potentially being caused by these uh, childhood vaccines. So it was on my mind and then Vaxxed came out and I got to credit Vaxxed for really lighting the fire under me. When that film came out, I was like, I'm going to cover this film, the release. So I went to the theater. I interviewed people coming out of the film. I interviewed the producers. I was talking to vaccine injured moms. And that's when I said, well, let's start doing rallies like the Monsanto stuff. Yeah. This is 2016. Started doing the rallies around 17 and 18. I got really locked and loaded with like this great signs sign campaign and these medical freedom people locally. And we were ready. We were educating people. Mandates are coming. All this. We Looking back, we almost look like prophets because we had no idea what was on the horizon. And then the pandemic hit. And we all looked at each other and we were like, well, now we just turn up. We we already know what to do. We've been doing it. So we just hammered. We were protesting within less than 30 days of the shutdown. And it was open the state stop the masks, stop the vaccine, stop the mandates. And um, we we probably had rallies every month, speaking at city council meetings, confronting local officials, just all the pressure we could apply. And then I found the gold mine of taking local firefighters into the city council meetings and they can't ignore hundreds of firefighters that say they won't take the mandate. And that's when it really, really got interesting. Yeah. And then, I mean, and you make my life easier. All these things you guys do, you and, and people like you that go out and do that. It makes for a great film because the, what, what the ones on the fence, even with COVID uh, bullshit, you know, the ones on the fence, they, they don't just want to hear a bunch of doctors all the time. And I mean, I for real, they don't just want to hear a bunch of doctors talk about shit because to them, it's still a business. So that doctor is going to make money by, you know, ivermectin or whatever their, you know, whatever their angle is. It can be boring. Science and, and doctors yeah. are boring. And it can yeah. be boring. But when there's people hitting the streets, when there's people yeah. representing facts and documents and deaths, and here's that actual mother that just lost her fucking kid. So fuck you with your, no, that's bullshit. They're just conspiracy. Right. Her fucking kid just died. Fuck off. So that's why I've always tried to show the people because we have the power. We're the best influencers for people on the fence, not necessarily anyone uh, above us in stature at all. No, yeah, no. And before I forget, you know, if anyone's interested in more information on that, in 2012 to 2016, you could just look it up on Google, remember? But then they changed all that. And now people message me and they're like, how do I find information on vaccines? Well, you can go to nvic.org i believe national vaccine information center one of the ogs you can go to v is for vaccine.com which is joshua coleman's sign and banner campaign that i adopted and replicated in florida that sean is referencing makes great for getting the media's attention 
the public's attention. It's just a, it's an, it's a really good campaign that, that catches. It's very eye catching. And, um, you can watch vaxed.com or vaxed at vaxed.com. And there's also vaxed to the movie, which just shows parents real stories of what happened to their children after that well visit. And they either never came home or were never the same again. And when you watch those hundreds of stories in that film in part two, it's really undeniable. And people, they never quite, they, they question that system from then on out. Yeah. And I'm sure my audience, if you, if you haven't checked those films out, go check them out. Um, I saw the first one was good. I think I only saw clips of the second, I believe. Um, and obviously I made Fluvid. Yeah. My whole audience saw Fluvid. And oh, yeah. the, 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 I made a shot in the dark, my original one, uh, 2018, I believe. And I changed the cover photo when COVID bullshit started because I, I didn't want people to just assume that a shot in the dark Sorry, Candace. I came up with that. Relax, Candace. But anyways, a shot in the dark um, was pre-COVID. So I, I changed the cover photo. So it says pre-COVID. I've been on this as long as you. I have never even been vaccinated in my whole life. So I, I, I feel Damn, less. I didn't know that. Yeah, not, not even as a child, brother. So I feel like, you know, I have a voice in that movement. Yeah. Uh, I never had him for the same reasons uh, that that we're talking about now my mother my late mother she that's all she was she was the vax documentary growing up dude that's all yeah. she, she just vax documentary and then she would reference that the soul soul lure system we bring home from science class was bullshit so if she was still here oh man like dude she'd probably be my uh my what do you call it the like radio radio co-host or something on the show yeah yeah because <laughs> i'll tell yeah. you man oh there's not many ogs like that i'm just glad i had one and that's you know that led me to who i am today um yep. not saying i couldn't have woken up if i was vaccinated as a child but it's nice to know i wasn't uh, when i preach it i i'm living proof of it I don't get sick. I don't sit there. If I get, if I have my fall, you know, my, my human fall, which is normal for people, it's 24 right. hours or less. So, yeah. um, and that's just standard, man. But well, okay. Back, back to you though. The, what was the first time that something crazy happened to you? Not, not anything like threatening. I mean, where you're speaking vaccines and someone's like, Hey, shut the fuck up, man. Like that's bullshit. Or someone's trying to counterattack you or someone's trying to shut it down. What explain that? Cause I know it's happened many times, but explain like the, the first yeah. time you were like, Oh shit, this is fucking censored. This is going to be crazy from now on. You, you mean like, uh, when vaccine, someone shut it, well, like, yeah, meaning like my, you can't, like someone... yeah, just, just extra in-person censorship or you got a dose of it for the first time. Like, Dude, they they won't even let me speak, or they're they're trying to shut this down, or they're trying to move me along and shit like that. Like, did you ever get a taste of that medicine? Maybe I should ask that first. Um, I mean, I get it. I got a taste of it mostly online. I will have to say, you Twitter know, fingers. Up, yeah. Huh? I say I call them Twitter fingers. Is talk. Oh shit. yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot of it online, and the people that challenge you in real life, I, I can't think of the first time because it has happened so many times, but nobody ever wants to have a conversation everyone's scared to come back. Like we were, I remember being outside of an Oprah event outside of the Daytona 500 as well. So many people would just say things as they were walking away. 
Say things as they're running off. Say things in a car passing by out the window. That's their programming. They're bleh, Most they're of the spewing. time, it's like I catch myself. Like every video, if this was recorded, I'd be like, "Come back, let's talk about it." And they just they run off. It's usually a middle finger or f you or baby well, killer or like. Go it's because they're it's because they're hypocrites and they have an ego. So to me, it's a combination of both. Right. Quick example: I'm at the mall recently. And there's this guy that's passing out flyers to save puppies and cats or something like that. Right. Yeah. And me and my girl, we look at him. We're like, well, what's going on? Like, oh, we care about animals here. We, we, we just want to talk to you about these animals and this and that. I'm like, I really care about animals. And he, uh, and I'm like, do you eat them though? Do you eat animals? He's like, well, yeah, but I'm like, dude, you're a hypocrite, man. It's cool. Like you can eat animals, but don't right. preach something when you're so disconnected. I can't have a conversation with you anymore. And he just, yeah. Like that. And I'm not trying to bring that topic up. I'm just saying in general, like I get it because the hypocrisy in people, the reason yeah. they don't have an argument is why they're walking the fuck away. Because if me and you have Justin, if me and you were hanging out, say we're just kicking in Orlando this summer, have a good, a good weekend or something. I'll come out or something. We go out, we paint the town and we see a globe rally, right? Like pro globe NASA. Oh, stuff. I'm so we're excited. We're heading over there and we're having conversations because we oh, have wait. facts. We're not yeah. running away. No. That's, that's the, my that's point though, the point. difference. It's a huge difference. Yeah, it's absolutely true. And that's why, you know, the more I do things in, in, in real life and on the internet and people come at you and they, they bring all these same top 10 FAQ, commonly asked knee jerk, emotional cognitive dissonance responses. You're just like, okay. This is really all the whole population has. I mean, how many how long have we been doing this? When you do this for so many years, you have a bank of questions you're going to get. Yep. They're all the same. We and, and if there's nothing beyond that, they really don't have anything to bring to the table. I remember uh, being outside of a Neil deGrasse Tyson event one time, and I, I ran into a guy that was a flat earther, and he was. I was like, "Dude, come to the Neil thing with me, and let's stand out with like pear signs and bubbles and space." <laughs> I remember that. I remember. Like, that. okay, so we went, and you know, people were kind of engaging not no one really wanted to talk and a police officer walked over and was like what is what do you what does your sign mean and i was like well it's the earth is flat da, da, da. and he was like and we got the whole thing on tape and i debated with him for like 30 40 minutes or something not all of it's on tape but it was a really good conversation he disagreed but he was open and willing to have the talk and not ridicule, not run away. I was showing him diagrams on my phone. We were, he was a pilot. We were talking about things. It was a really cool dude. I wish I could run into him again, but like, it's just such a rare thing. And I appreciate it when it happens. You do, man, you take a big appreciation. That's happened to me many times, just, just, especially at the airport this year. I mean, it's, even on the plane. I mean, if, I'm sorry, yeah. you guys sit next to me, you're going to see me editing and you're going to have questions. And it happens <laughs> almost every fucking time unless they're sleeping. But I don't give yeah. a fuck about you. I'm editing. And they're like, I, I, once I once I see that they're all up on my shit, I'm like, all right, headphones off. I'm like, what's up? <laughs> I'm like, what's up? Let's talk. It's, you a, know? it's a perfect way to reel people in, honestly, because they're like, well, this looks interesting. I mean, I remember being with you at that hotel. He was yeah. like, oh, well, what are you filming for? And I was like, well, here you go. I mean, I've used it on a, a, a solicitor one time. They were like, oh, we want to sell you cable. And I was like, uh, I don't watch TV. He's like, you don't watch TV? I was like, nope. He was like, do you stream? Don't stream. He was like, well, what do you do? I was like, uh, I'm a flat earth activist. And he was like, what? And then he actually was like, hey, man, can you give me some videos to look up? I literally gave him Eric Dubay's videos. Nice. He's like a cable guy. 
and you just never know. It's like always kind of fun to start the conversation, especially if you could do it in like a lighthearted way. Well, yeah, Eric's a great starting point in terms of like quick facts, scientific research, right to the point. Uh, yeah. No speculation, if if any at all. Um, and that's like a great approach. People are at square one, like brand new. I, I would like to send them him. There's like, I got an ODD and a Dubai video that yeah. are just good for like very beginner level. And then I'll, I, I send them that next chunk, which is like yours, all the levels, usually realize. And um, what's my other one I'll send? Oh, Eric's uh, The History of Flat Earth. Yeah, the History of Flat Earth is good. I really like that one that people didn't know about other conspiracies because they're like, okay, same club, same same game. Same shit show. And that's, that's why I think the fencers are waking up so rapidly is because they yeah. understand that the censorship of COVID – you know, they hijack the flu, they call it coronavirus, and then they go, oh, wait, shit, their people are posting Lysol bottles. Let's change it up to COVID-19. Don't say coronavirus ever again. COVID-19, COVID-19, repetition, repetition. And they make it so, you know, it's harder for normal people to convert because all they're doing is hearing the same story from Comedy Central, from The Daily Show, from The Nightly Show, from the morning fucking show, from their afternoon show, from anything, it's all controlled. So they're gonna get the same thing. And then they're talking about it at work with their peers. They're all hearing the same thing. So unless you are already kind of suspicious of government activities and mainstream headlines, you're gonna be reeled right into that field. And it's hard to break people out of that field, but I feel like the ones on the fence that we go out there and do all these things for, it's monumentally growing. Um, I think faster than we could have ever imagined. And I think people sleep on that, Justin. Like, I think people don't realize that, just say you live in a condominium complex, I can almost guarantee that 30, 40% of those people are aware that this was bullshit. Doesn't mean that they all have to agree, but I guarantee if not half of everyone in that condominium complex, Half of the people in there have heard that this COVID agenda is bullshit. It was bullshit. Something was off. Okay, whether it be the mask, the vaccine, yeah. don't take the don't take the booster. You know how many you know how many blue pillars, as we call them, um, said, "Well, I'm not getting the booster though. Fuck that." And I'm like, "Well, why not? I mean, what do you mean? You you listen to them the first two go arounds, right? But then there's the ones that just got one, and they're like, "I'm not getting any more. Fuck that." It's a ripple effect that they will never be able to contain. Do you agree? I think that the medical establishment and the vaccine program is toast. I've said it um, recently, and I still believe it. The childhood vaccination rates are plummeting across most states. And that is uh, that means people's confidence in them is just gone because they don't trust the system anymore after what they've done. And I'm seeing that across the board. So I do. I think it's. It's just, it's just the inevitable, wait a minute, you broke everyone out of their daily routine and made them think about something. You, you locked them in their homes, gave them a somewhat censored internet to still potentially stumble across the truth. I mean, TikTok is overflowing with truth content at the seams. I think of it as like this big water balloon that's got like a hundred pinholes and they just can't contain them all. That's probably why they want to ban it. And these other, even the ones that are censoring us, like YouTube and Facebook, we're still able to get stuff out there. There's still flat earth pages. They're still talking about false flags just about anywhere. Um, 
it's just we're so ripe. That's what I love about the ISS video going viral is people. This is the most ripe time for people to go. Holy cow. Maybe they are lying about that, too, because they are lying about COVID. Well, And it's a great way to <clears throat> break or not break, start their research down that path is something like the ISS, because honestly, out of all the flat earth topics, besides Satellunes, I pick Satellunes first, but the the ISS is premier, man, because all they got to do is watch some of it. They don't got to watch it from our channels. Watch it from NASA's channel and, and you'll start seeing stuff. You go, wait a minute, that doesn't make any sense. But wait a minute, they're going 17,500 miles an hour right now. Like, holy shit. So this is information that they heard from you or the film or both or many other things that we've both done. And they look right. at the ISS footage on their own and they're like, <clears throat> all right, man, like there's something going on. And that's why in the film, and while we're on that topic, um, you had a nice conversation with uh, a female astronaut and for my audience, that was kind of, and I didn't bring this up yet. I was waiting for you. That was kind of on the fly. I mean, we didn't really like, it's not that we didn't have a game plan at the space center. We just kind of like, all right, because we had to sneak microphones in, we had to sneak stuff in, right? So uh, wireless boxes, you can't bring any of that shit in. But as Austin's mentioned, and I've, I've mentioned on the show before, you know, these guys are triple jabbed over at NASA probably. So yeah. Um, it was a lot easier than we expected, but we just we just got in with our shit, and you know I had that belt, you know, like <laughs> you guys had. Actually, I think one of you guys were wearing it. And but anyways, long story short, we get in and we're like, oh shit, now what? Like, let's just see what the day brings. And I, and we we knew of the rumor or the not rumor the the facts that they do have astronaut sightings there. You know, we were hoping for that, and there you go. I mean, it just all of a sudden we look like, oh shit, there there's one coming. Like, and Justin just like, fuck it, mic me up. Mic me up, let's go. Um, I, I mic'd Austin up first. Uh, that, that was the funny thing. I'll tell it real quick and then you can jump in. I mic, we mic Austin up and Austin's role, that's why I didn't make the film. It just wasn't what I needed. Uh, he didn't know, I didn't know. It's just that I told him, go, you gotta go rated G with this. You can't, you know, maybe PG with the, you know, your, your delivery, your topic, you can't throw her off that much right. because Justin's about to come up too. So who knows? Like, let's just keep it. You know, he asked about the stars and she was like given the same bullshit uh, script answer. And, you know, I wasn't yeah. touching the stars. I didn't know what Austin had planned. Again, this was, this was boom, boom, boom. We were right to just go, go, go mic up. God, well, we're mic. I think Austin mic'd up in the bathroom. And the funniest part, and I'm going I'm to give the mic to you now is when uh, explain to my audience, did you have to go to the bathroom to mic up? <laughs> Yeah. So, I mean, Austin's in front of me, just a few people. And I think we realized at that point, like, I don't really have time to go to the bathroom. Like, he you'll lose your place in line. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it was just like all or nothing. Man. Let's just go for Like you said, most people are not paying attention, looking for something like that. So he just came over to me and I was like, hey, do you have my phone charger? And like, he just handed it to me. And then I just, you know, worked my um and, you know, I didn't have a really solid plan for a question for her. I was looking her up on Wikipedia, like reading about her. And I'm like, what can I ask her? Maybe I'll just go old bubbles in space question. But that's I wanted to do something original. I'm glad so, you did. I'm glad you did, too. Standing in line, it just hit me. And I'll go, you know what? I'll just ask her about the wires and harness thing. And I'll just ask her in a way that we've already found out. 
you know, and kind of see how she responds to that, kind of put her in that loaded question position, sort of like the bubbles in space. How do you explain them, assuming we, we've we already accepted they're there? And uh, so I did the same thing. And uh, as you all saw, she sort of fumbled and uh, beat around the bush. And then um, that's when I had my phone ready. And I was like, I showed a picture of her underwater training. And I said, did you, you know, ever think that all of the spacewalks would be revealed to be filmed underwater to the public? And that's when we got the nervous laugh. Um, it was very similar to Scott Kelly. It's kind of a laughing, awkward, non-answer. They do yeah, a pretty not, good job. No idea how to, she had no idea what to say. And she even right. said, okay, if you listen closely, she even goes, uh, she starts, <laughs> she's like, okay. Yeah. Um, and she's looking like, what am I supposed to fucking right. say right now? And the guy with her, I thought he would be more on, on his game, but he was just more like triple jab the time. He was looking for the time to say next, but he wasn't paying attention to what I was doing. I could tell that I was like, this guy's clueless. He's not going to, I'm not worried about the handler. So we were good there. Yeah, I could tell too, man, standing there. And by the way, I don't even know if I've said this yet. Uh, yeah, because we haven't brought this up on the show. I I, I was standing there with oh. the selfie stick. And, <laughs> and I'm just I'm just trying to I'm just trying to figure out a way to keep that motherfucker still centered to Justin and that bitch and just go, wait a minute. Um they're going to realize what's going on somehow. So right in the middle of it all, the only time you really see the, 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 the selfie stick kind of wiggle and shake out of frame, not really out of frame. I did. Okay. But it's because I'm like, the dude was looking at me. You could see, I know when he looked at me on the, from the film's perspective, but as soon as he looked at me, I grabbed, I, I didn't even think I just grabbed like a NASA globe ornament or some <laughs> fucking shit. And I'm just like, Acting like I'm taking a selfie. I mean, I looked super gay on purpose, guys. Like, I'm just <gasps> like, ask, how did you, you cut to a scene where it was like the, another camera was on the floor. Like, I that was Austin's was, phone, bro. You had that set up somewhere? Austin was filming on the ground. He went to the side oh. and hid. He went to go hide. And I, I couldn't put the side view in when you did the, when you went right in for the kill in her face. Some guy stood right in front of Austin that whole scene. So I didn't oh, have the okay. side view to chop up with that. The few side views I had were the best ones from his phone because That's the guy funny. kept trying to fucking, he thinks it was on purpose. I don't fucking know. I'm, I'm yeah, not him. I, I wasn't there like from his perspective, but yeah, so I'm taking a selfie. I'm pretending like I'm taking a selfie of myself and just That's holding it. And I'm like, I don't know how much longer Justin's going to go. I can you know, by the way, I couldn't even hear you. Like I, 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 you could think I'm not that far away, but I couldn't hear shit. I heard that you're talking. I was talking a little low on purpose yeah. because of the new mic could hear me. And I, I you know, I didn't really want to tip off too many people yeah. around. Or, no, I, I appreciate that. Know, I, I didn't was, need to it hear. Was, it was part of the strategy. Yeah. I didn't need to hear. I'm yeah. just glad that you said what you said. Cause I had no idea what was going out. on. Yeah. I'm just like, keep it in frame. As soon as he looked at me, I'm like, I got to, I can't just keep staring and going like this with a selfie stick. Right. Because right. in my mind, again, I don't know what's going on. In my mind, you or the guy, the handler was about to shut it down in any second. Any second. Babe. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Get out of here, guy. Yeah, it and, was going over time. Yeah, that's what I mean. So in my mind, that could happen any second. As soon as he looked at me, I'm like, I am not going to be the reason for that. 
not during this universally worldwide shift in consciousness right now. I, it just, the universe was like, just grab an ornament, dude. Like you're good. We're good. This is all getting filmed. Don't worry. You've proven yourself many, many times in the past and the present. Um, you, you have this approach where because of your responsive, your responsible approach, uh, your, your respect, especially for people you don't respect, um, to keep it that way, uh, in terms of the ripple effect of the consciousness shift, you keep it that way. Like, I feel like you wouldn't be able to get too heated in a situation like that, especially for a moment like this in a film and all this, you did a few things, obviously. And then you had, you know, it's my audience. There wasn't much because of those fucking cars that kept driving by, but we had Justin, you know, outside of NASA there, some of those cuts made the film. Um, yeah. obviously if you're on Rockfin listening to me now, that means you probably saw the film and that means you could watch the film. So the, um, and yeah, I mean the, the approach you have is just undeniable. And I, I just, I vote for that approach for everyone, including the, the culture jammers as, as people call them. And there's nothing wrong right. with them that I get them. I don't agree with all of it, but at the same time, I feel like if we did this approach and more copycats came along, then they're we're generals at that point. We're the ones that are going to be determining our world's future. Uh, we're the ones that people will look up to and, and want to lead a nation. Once this government and politics and structure collapses in on itself, they're going to need people that well, we, we've been here for a long time talking about a lot of things. And once the change occurs, when we get our world back, um, you know, I'll vote for you for Florida. I'll move to Florida for a year just to vote for you to be the Okay. Would you do that if the world changed? Would you want to be, even though I hope politics and that structure system of enslavement just collapses in on itself. But I think in some sense, it's nice to have leaders of, of different areas and people we can go through. I, I feel like you'd be great for Florida. You, and I know if you ever heard of Dr. Narco. Mm-hmm. Um, oh man, look up Dr. Narco. He, he's given, exposing the, the real, where Floridians came from and, um, uh, how Florida started a lot of Tartaria, but a lot oh, yeah, of, yeah, I do know that. I do oh know yeah, that. dude. Yeah. He's, he's awesome. I, I might actually yeah. try to get him on one day soon, but that's a good person for your interview, uh, your show. Yeah. He's, he's a very smart guy, but I feel like you and him would, would get my vote for, to run Florida and you guys would do it better than anyone ever has. <laughs> yeah. I mean, to answer your question, if, if we got to some sort of utopia where things were fixed, I'd be happy to do it, but I don't know if I want to play in this toxic soup that we currently have until it collapses in on itself. Yeah, that's what I mean. A re- I mean, like but, from a restructuring standpoint, you know, where it's yeah. like the people, the awakened souls that my goal is to eventually all of them, all the awakened souls go, you know what, let's go south, let's go north, and let's just pull these people out of office by hand. Uh, that can happen in one day. What I just said could literally happen in one day. But how do we get to that day? And how do we get to that week? And how do we get to that month? of realizing it can happen, that the change can happen with humanity. Um, and I think that's why me and Justin wake up every morning is to, to ensure that we're trying to get it there. Um, and they don't make it, they don't make it easy at all. Uh, they definitely make it easy. I know you could agree with me. They make it easy to expose them. That's yeah. I think we have to remember that um, if you want to get back in there and replace these people, you got to actually start getting involved and you don't have to necessarily get involved politically i tell people i didn't vote for years i never played any of that game but i went in and gave the mayor absolute hell and he was calling people trying to stop me from coming in there and they oh if you don't vote you can't complain you can't what 
I was making more change than most people and I wasn't voting. So you can't tell me that. And I think we have a, a duty to sort of like, a lot of people need to take the strategy up that I'm taking because I'll tell you this, it's effective because it's a lot harder to call us crazy when you come off as like professional and respectful, even biting your tongue and calling these people, sir, that you absolutely hate. That could be satanic pedophiles. But when I saw Joe Biden and confronted him, I wanted him to answer my question. So I said, sir. So everyone, oh, how dare you? How could you call him, sir? That's scumbag. Oh, shit. Yeah. I agree with you, but it's all a strategy. At these council meetings, at some of these videos I make, you'll hear me say things in a way that I'm trying to like appeal to that person so they'll maybe receive my message more. But um, it's all they're already going to call us crazy. But when people watch my NASA video and they go, hey, listen, just watch it. You know, you're trying to send it to a friend that's like, no, that stuff's crazy. You're like, listen, this is just some guy in a suit that's just asking legitimate questions with some video evidence about where our tax money's going. That's a lot better than, you the know, earth's flat. nothing against anybody, but like, you know, some guy with crazy hair, that's like standing on the street corner with a sign and it may have truthful information. He may have good intentions, but that's not what is going to get us like heard by the, the regular people in the world that we're trying to reach. So, and I get it though. That type of stuff might, might make Fox news. I get that. Yeah. So if it makes Fox News, then okay, I understand Fox News people. But to me, those people receptive to the humor involved or whatever, they're just going to laugh it off anyway. So there really is no retaining the information of how important the uh, the truth really is. Um, yeah. And you do that in a professional way where even if you're against what you're saying, when they see a personality like you, they listen more. They don't just kind of write it off as a comedy act. Right. If anyone wants to go check it out, I don't encourage anyone to give money to Amazon Prime or any of these other people. But the anti-vax conspiracy is a documentary I agreed to be in. And it got put on mainstream channels like Amazon Prime. And I forget the other ones, but it's they smear everyone in the movie but me because they can't really smear me. I spent four hours with them in a parking lot and nobody can. They couldn't find a clip that made me look really crazy. And I take pride in that. And they can't smear me or take me or twist it a certain way. So I encourage people to go watch that film and you'll be like, wow, they really took went to town on these other people. But he was just like educating people in a parking lot and saying that people need informed consent. Doesn't really sound that crazy to me. And that's why I agree to be in these films. If you're going to get yourself on mainstream television, you better do a damn good job of making sure they're not. Thank you. you hey, silly. you said it, not me. I'll <laughs> tell you. And I. I wish I wish I was one to drop names, especially in the flat earth. But it's like if you have an opportunity to be on a national show, you right. I don't even want you bringing your A game. You better bring your A plus 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 game because yep. it's time to awaken people. But when I hear specific people answering a specific way, when that limelight is on, and I that that to me that defines who you are as a human being. And I don't like people like that. So yeah, um, it you get sucks, that silly man. question. You deflect, you deflect right back over to the meat and potatoes of it when they're like, Oh, so what are you supposed to believe in X, Y, Bigfoot too, whatever. I don't mean to use that, but it, whatever. Yeah, yeah, they, don't use that. Don't use that. Cause know, they're real, but I get what you, I get your point. But like when they go to do that, you steer them right back and you go, I don't understand how that's relevant. The fact of the matter is boom, boom, boom. And you just bring it right back. You don't, don't just don't fall for their tricks, really. 
Well, yeah, it's the same. I mean, but Bigfoot's still the best example because that, you know, you hear that the most. Oh, yeah, the Earth's flat, like Bigfoot's real or like, right. um, you know, we didn't go to the moon or like we didn't uh, or 9-11 was an inside job. It's like, yeah, oh, I everything you're saying, yes, 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 yes. Like all your comebacks that mainstream has programmed you with to make fun of it. That's why I always I talked about this in the last show that the word telepathic, it's like the it, why does it exist? If no one has that, no one has that power. No one's ever been documented to have a special telepathic uh, tele- telepathy about him. Well, where does that word come from? Well, right, right. you know, someone's telepathic. And ancients have ball. talked about it. That's all I'm saying. But you yeah, man. Outer lands. Yeah, exactly. Well, that's the thing, though. It's like you can even oh, who I was just on a show and they were talking to me about that there's certain animals that are only seen in certain spots of like Australia or this near where Antarctica would be. And it's like, they don't make their way anywhere else. So it seems more like they come from the outer lands and they end there. So they're little bit of habitated there. They allow a little bit of it, but they only come from over there. So I do feel that way about many things as you guys know, but Justin, I kept you longer than I expected. Uh, you're a busy man. You have a busy schedule. You're doing so much, so much good for the world. I hope you realize that. And I hope that anything I have done in the past can have, have done presently or in the future can help get your name and your brand in terms of we are change out there more people to follow you people to want you on their show people to uh, help you with your mission anything i can do to help i will and i hope i've already done that and i hope i will continue to do that um, especially when this film level with me hits may 22nd rumble youtube BitChute, odyssey um, then the haters that talk shit about my 30 days to catch up on this giant budget that i didn't have it for um can shut the fuck up and then enjoy it for free like they do every year i don't know what people think something has changed but anyways um enough of me thank you man because uh you really brought some drama to this film in a factual way which is the best sort of drama in any film is facts oh shit with drama oh shit you did it a few times in this film i want to applaud you um, and I, I'm glad that we have linked and met, and I hope that we can hang out again soon, whenever you have free time, especially in the summer. If you ever head out to California, of course, we'll paint the town red. So, yeah, man, thank well, you for. Appreciate, yeah, yeah, I appreciate you having me on, bro. I, it's, it's a pleasure. I'm, I'm glad that the film is doing well. Um, you know, I just hope that my work and our work encourages people to do the be good copycats and the ones that go out here and take their life back like i said take your health take your power back like my shirt says shout out to derek bros you are beautiful you are powerful you are free you keep mantras like that and you stay focused on the positive and the good in this world and waking people up we may be able to fix this mess you can like we are change orlando be the change you wish to see in this world and um just to finish off, you know, support Sean, you know, download this movie, spread the word, encourage people to support his work so we can keep getting great films like this. And if anyone wants to come and move to the free state of Florida, the freer state of Florida, contact me. I'm also a realtor. I'll help you get a house down here. So thanks again, Sean. I appreciate it, man. Oh, wow. Yeah, you guys, there's probably tons of truthers that are like, fuck it. We're going to Florida. Hit up Justin or hit me up. I'll get you Justin's information and uh, he will help you out right away. And he'll work, he'll work hard for you, especially being a truther. It's a whole nother aspect of help, in my opinion. Uh, and you're, just, you're, 
Yeah. Your audience, I know, is the type of people that will appreciate that any support I get goes directly to giving NASA more problems. So <laughs> exactly. Let's do it. <laughs> That's the point. Like any any donations or money, someone like me or Justin, the personality is the type of humans we are that we bring in from this. We're <laughs> what are you what are we doing? Buying a Ferrari and retiring? No, we're putting it right back into what can we do this month? What can we yeah. have a little bit of free money now? What can we do? That's what, this is how we get changed. But people think that all of it's supposed to be free. All of it, everything's free. Traveling's free. Everything's supposed to be free. And unfortunately it's not, but we, we hope to make the world one day where money doesn't exist. And we literally don't need it is the point. Not meeting collapsing the dollar like they're trying to do in their way. I mean, actually we don't need it in terms of freedom. We shouldn't even have money in, the, in a sense. I want to go back to bartering, but that's another show. But Justin, thank you for coming yeah. on. Uh, thank you for uh, everything you've done for humanity. And I know that our creator is going to keep protecting you along your path. So thanks for coming on The Hitler Effect. Everybody, thanks for watching. Hope you enjoyed it. And I will see you next week. Thanks, man. Hope to see you soon.